All right, right at the fucking tippity dippity top because I keep forgetting to talk about it. Join the Discord. The link is right in the description of this video. It's a little hyperlink. It'll just pop you out into the Discord and then you can talk to us. You can even watch us do this live if you wanted to. Uh, you can see me uh, like thinking really hard and trying to sound smart. So, yeah. Join the Discord. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Nobody's Listening to This Music Podcast podcast. I'm Andrew. And I'm Eric. And today, you might have noticed that there was way less lag. It's because we're in the same room. Live app, live app-ish. Live record. Yeah, we're even listening to the music out loud in my room right now. Because even if it bleeds on the mics, it's going to... That I'd, would be bad. It'd yeah. be bad still. I'd have to, like, really line it up. Yeah. I wonder how that'll go. Bah. We'll find out. It really... It's a first... It's a, it's a test run. Both of these mics are very, very directional. Even then, I can just turn it down a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, in person. I guess we're really talking about... Like, we're talking about a lot of spew wildlife, but probably more so we're just talking about you being here a little bit. I bet that's kind of what happens on this one. I would more I would more than bet that that's the situation. Really quick, mm-hmm. you ever seen Bob's Burgers? Mm-hmm. Check it really check, quickly. Let's, check let's out, veer fast. No, check out Gene Belcher being the vocalist for a lot of spew. Oh. Very good. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I agree. Insane, isn't it? I um, I think I thought that Law Dispute was pianos become the people. Sure, that's because they almost are. I feel the like. same like same guy twice. Like same guy twice. I bet they toured together the whole time. You know, they probably Certainly. did like every tour together. Yeah, all every tour from this era is these guys, Touche Amore, and that one too. Yeah, balance of composure. It kind of kind of rappy, very staccato here. This one. I'm so. How do these guys sound like this? They all sound like this. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of. Oh, oh, they all sound like this. It's really weird when. Yeah, it's kind of like. Where is that coming from? Because every, you know, every like genre, subgenre has its own voice. Right. Like there's a certain thing that they're doing. Yeah. Where does that come from? This one. I imagine. I imagine hardcore somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're right. It's just like hardcore, but like sad more. Emotive hardcore. Yeah. That's the deal. That's isn't, what we're doing. Isn't that who? Uh, isn't that what like Minor Threat called themselves? Oh, I could see that. Sure. weren't they weren't they like proto emo band? Like they were a hardcore band, but they were like proto emo band. Yeah, that's like Jawbreaker too. Sure. Like another side of that. Jawbreaker like immediately is pop punk to me, even though they're a hardcore band. Same as like Title Fight. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how Jawbreaker identifies. <laughs> That'd be funny to know. Um. Yeah. Crazy last few days here. We've been moving. We've been moving. Like, uh, all together, we've probably driven, like, Dude. like f- six hours. And so, like... Like, to and from everywhere. At least. Day it's one a- took us, like, two hours to get from the airport to your house. I, yeah, it was... Yeah. We stopped I, at Dunkin' Donuts. We stopped at Dunkin'. But traffic... Yeah, it, I'd say it was, like... I would put an hour and a half on it. Okay. And then we went... We hung out here for a little bit. 
And then you were like, in order for me to not fall asleep, we need to like go do something. Yeah, let's do something. Like we have the day. Yeah, it was kind of like not so much because I just don't like to go to sleep on purpose. I think I was kind of describing this to you. Like I'll like if I'm so stagnant at a point, like just kind of like just chilling hard watching TV during the day or something. Maybe I can zonk. I will never walk from one room to another room in order to nap. That's not me. You know what I mean? Right. You'll drop where you may. Yeah. So, to me, it wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna fall asleep. So yeah, kind of like let's do something. Get a game of disc golf in. Hit got the a, links at got UMD. A, yeah, I got a quick nine holes in. Yeah. Um, Front nine, UMass Dartmouth. The only nine. Um, Front nine, back nine. Yeah, it's either one you want it to be. Uh, I think that's just a mentality thing. Yeah, it's a glass half full, half empty kind of deal. Yeah, it's. Do you want to walk in there feeling like you've already played nine, or, or are you fresh? Depends on the day. Right. Would be really interesting to go play there, play nine holes, and then play all the holes backwards mm-hmm. from the basket to the tee pad. That's kind of fun. Pretty fun. Um, yeah, we did that, and then we got home, and we were home for like what, a, a couple, like an hour less. What did Will said we do? That's when we went to the show, right? No. Oh, shoot, yeah. Oh, we went to your wedding venue. Went to the... Right, we went to the wedding venue. So that was another hour. Right. And then back. On the way back, we went to a show. Yep, Jake's show. Yeah, right. Shout we out Jake. Saw the Fairview that We surprised day. Jake. Surprised Jake. That was a day. whole lot of fun. We learned a little I bit agree. of our legacy as Oxford Ascent, but we wouldn't talk about that too much because we don't want yeah, I don't, you know, be gross. I don't want to talk about myself too much here. I'm uninterested in it because, you know, yeah. I'm the best to ever do it. Uh, all the bands that were influenced by my. I don't even talk about it. Band. Boy, I just do it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you already know what it is. Most influential band to ever come out of Tom, Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, easy one to claim. Uh, but yeah, we did that. That was fun. First show I've been to here in forever. Like, so interesting to see what people look like. And, like, like there was the a few guys who looked like Vikings. I think, yeah, they might have been there for, like, specific bands. Uh-huh. I want to say those were so-so fans. I kind of felt that way, too. I'm curious. Um, but, yeah, they, they had, like, kind of goatee, like, long chin hair. You know what I mean? Very long chin hair. All shaved side ponytails. Yeah, shaved sides of the face, too. Like, shaved... So it's just goatee, shaved, like, yeah, sides of the head, side of the face. If you looked at them dead on... Yeah. And then jumped over their head... Yeah. Like this, to the back... You would have thought they had a full head of hair. Uh Uh-huh. Unless they turned. Yeah, then you're like, oh, shoot, there's none on the sides. Right. There's no hair on the sides. Little bun... Yeah. Kilts. Two kilts. I, yeah, I saw two kilts. Which is a move. Very interesting. Because that's different than... That's not even Viking. Oh, point. sure, yeah. Kilts are not like a Viking thing. Yeah, I guess I'm putting the Viking label on them. No, I, you're putting a Viking label on them because everything about the rest of their attire yeah. said Viking. Like the dangly earrings, the haircuts, the facial hair, the boots. The boots. And then, yeah, just kilts. So, so interesting, though. Like, that was new for me. You know, just different different folks over here. Different uh, strokes, you know? Yeah, different different venue than I've been to. Anyway. Ben, what did we do yesterday? 
So now I'm, this is, uh, first day, I get here like 7 a.m., I'm up until the show. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I start this whole sleeping in kind of business. Dude, you've been sleeping a lot. Yeah, yesterday, you sleep until like 11 45, like almost noon. Out of character. And then Time to you're like, oh, Uncle Dave's going to come get me for breakfast. And I go, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And then I was like, just be back by three because we got to leave here at like four. Right. And you still needed to get pants, which was a very seamless process. Of like, yeah, that honest. worked out. That's kind of how I expected it to go. I could see how it would create... Uh, nerves for others but uh yeah i'm gonna be real i'm glad that it went that way if it didn't go that way i knew black i knew black pants you know kind of they're harder things to do in the world yeah they're crazy that's a crazy material i'm wondering if i might just if i can get that crease out of them those might be those could turn into like you know an everyday wear kind of thing possibly yeah or just like you have now like a go-to pair of dress pants. Dress pants. And they're because they're kind of like a space age material. Yeah. Athletic materials. Yeah. You were talking about how you're just so confused as to why like dress pants are made out of like. Like sports material. Like it's like as if Under Armour is making every set of dress pants. Yeah. Like they're all like bragging like flex. Like the logo's always like, you know, guy on the run. You, you right. look at like a Sky Mall. Like, you know, Sky Mall's kind of not around too much these days, but. When they were, it was like, this is the lightest dress shoe. There's all this cushion and padding. Like, it's like, it, you know, I get it. Dress shoes are kind of hard. You know, a hard bottom shoe. It's kind of. Yeah, it's a bad shoe, generally. But yeah, at some point in like maybe early to mid 2000s, they really like made this pivot of basically workout gear. Where, like, that shirt, too, it's like, like, X cool, you know, something like that. Like, yeah, well, I think. Up until, like, in recent history, right? Yeah. Like, up until, I'd say, probably, like, the early 2000s, dress shirts and dress pants were made of, like, cotton. Mm-hmm. With, no, with zero flexibility. Sure. Which is why I think people were just cool with dress clothes fitting like shit. Uh-huh. Like, the cuts on all, like... Like, think about, like, the general cut on, like, what would be considered a... Like, a classic cut dress shirt horrible roomy just baggy yeah because there needed to be an insane amount of room sure so you can move it all for you to move because it's a it's a bed sheet like it was just made out of like 300 thread count like bed sheet cotton that's really interesting but yeah so it's a good outfit it's a good great outfit i think i'm gonna be good in the sun tomorrow tomorrow's the wedding tomorrow's the wedding oh what do we do after that oh we did the rehearsal dinner Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did the re- then we went to the rehearsal dinner. I thought you were talking about tomorrow. Like, what do we do after the wedding tomorrow? Like, oh no. Well, yeah, that's like kind of nothing, the, that's kind of the plan tomorrow. Yeah, the wet the wedding is. Yeah, it's like, what are we doing? Yo, what's the move tonight, bro? <laughs> what's the move after <laughs> the wedding? Uh, there is no move after the wedding. The wedding is the move. Yeah, we went. We did the rehearsal dinner last night. Uh, yeah. Got a couple gansets in me, and then I and then I I slept till. 12.45 today. That was yeah. bad. I didn't like that. So, like, I woke up. I've been trying to get out of bed early. Yeah. I don't know why. Because I peg you as, like, a like an early riser. Well, typically I am, yeah. So then I'm like, oh, I'll get up at, like, 9. And then yeah. we can just, like, have, like, just an infinite amount of time to, like, do stuff. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, ah, like, I don't... 
Like, I don't feel... It doesn't feel right to, like, wake you up right. on your vacation. Yeah. No, I know. And that's kind of... That's on me. I definitely should have set an alarm today. Right. Because, yeah, I kind of, like, woke up and I saw that you texted me and I'm, I was almost like, shoot, he should have, like, called or, like, kind of tried to... But I, I didn't communicate that at all. Uh, well, so. yeah. I'm, it's... it's as much as it's like I'm getting married and like stuff needs to get done, yeah. There's nothing that needs to like urgently happen. It's just kind of like I want to like. No, yeah, we kind of did our. Like it'd be cool to like get some stuff done and like not have to like rush around. But, I mean. Yeah, we got. We got our cookies on time today. We got the cookies today. If you're coming to the wedding tomorrow, and you hear this a week after the wedding, yeah, uh, there were cookies. Yeah, we went to Mexican food and then we got an alert that the, uh, that the cookies were available for pickup. Got those, got back, and I said, let's go IRL with this podcast right fast. Yeah, right quick and in a hurry. And that's where we are. That's like even the last few days. So far, yeah. And then... Uh, it is very, like, yeah, Gene. <laughs> so Gene Belcher. Yeah. That's hilarious. It might kind of ruin this band for me. Dude, I think <laughs> somebody made a TikTok about it, like, being Gene Belcher, and then uh, somebody was like, yeah, I can never listen to this band the same way yeah. ever again. Shoot. Yeah, this is like... Uh, I've also... So this album came out in 2012, or 11. I've heard about people listening to this, like... A lot of the memes that are getting made about this are people that listen to this, like, when they were in middle school. When it came out? Yeah. I see. And they were like, like, there's a lyric on this, uh, I think it's like kind of halfway down here. Uh, there's a lyric that's, uh, can I still get into heaven if I kill myself? Oh, wow. Right. Shoot. Yeah, that's very, uh, that's super Tumblr. Right, so then I saw a meme that was like, uh, my child is completely fine, and then it's me in my bedroom in fourth grade. Uh-huh. Can I still get into heaven if I kill myself? Nice. Um, and then I was like, that's funny, because like, this coming out in 2011, uh-huh. 2011, we are in the latter half of 15, high school. 15, 16, 17, 16? Yeah. We start, we start, uh, junior year, 11th grade. 16 turning 17. Right. And, uh, I hear this stuff back then and I'm like, performative and boring. Yeah, to me, yeah, I was not close to this at that time. I remember seeing, like, even I felt like, because the logo was such a thing, mm-hmm. that like flower with the arrows kind of thing. Super Tumblr. Super duper, like, just, and this was, yeah, I guess I was like kind of on this Tumblr, but I just wasn't into this, you know what I mean? But like, it was, yeah, I guess too mature for me perhaps, or dark, like I just wasn't there musically at all. Right. Like. And yeah, weird, kind of just like sad, like that I was just like not wanting to be a part of. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't get into like this sort of thing really ever. Right. But even remotely until like 2014. Yeah. Okay, same. Yeah. Because like, that's when I... college. Yeah. When I got into college is when I like became aware of 
like not necessarily a lot of speed, mostly Touche Amore. Yeah, that was that was the one that I got into. Am I thinking of the Touche Amore logo? Maybe, perhaps. Um, that's Amore. Yeah, this band's just so funny. Or bands like this. Yeah. How many of these bands did we see? Like local bands that were just trying to do this thing. Right, and that that was more definitely my exposure, I think, to this world. Yeah, was... it's just like a bunch of dog shit local bands like attempting to do this. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and then I think at a certain point I would like every once in a while find something like this or listen to it or it's on a playlist and I let it go kind of thing like yeah almost in a in a nostalgic way of those other bands the, the local versions of this <laughs> it's so it is a law dispute logo I'm thinking of let me see it you know that so, the rose yeah like, like kids had like so tattoos of that and stuff a little bit Kids who would wear like really skinny dudes with like cut off, like cut off skinny jeans. Yeah, dude, people who like, like this guy, this literally this man here. Yeah, the vocalist or some shit. Yeah, like that's what he looks like. He sounds like look at the way he's standing. He definitely sounds like that, you know. Um, so this is when this is the comeback of regular looking dudes in scene music, right? Uh, people who wrote stuff like this and were involved in like writing this kind of stuff, yeah, immediately had no musical identity other than writing and being in this band, and had a odd superiority complex about it. Oh yeah, just like, just like uh, like oh like like what did you listen to growing up? And they were like, oh, and then they just lie to you. Yeah. Oh, big time. And they'd just be like, oh, I actually listened to, like, these hardcore bands that nobody's ever heard of growing yeah. up. Yeah, no, you didn't, bro. It's like, yeah, you can tell me how you arrived at this. Yeah. Like, sure. <laughs> yeah, tell me how much you loved Mayday Parade and... Right. Yeah, and then you kind of, like, you know... You heard some metalcore at some point. Yeah, you were into Attack Attack, and then like Under Oath happened, and then you like kind of like went down the rabbit hole of like screamy music a little bit. Uh huh. And then like you heard a local band doing this, and then you decided, oh, I also want to. Do this. Right, you saw you saw the singer wearing a a lot of dispute. Shirt, right, yeah, so. dude. These dudes that played in these bands had like the biggest chip on their fucking shoulder of all time. It's tough because it is kind of like a, and I can even see this in where I'm still playing like pop punk music like right. but it's not coming from the same pop punk world that like of influence right. as our high school pop punk band mm -hmm. and even the in most that, influential band out of Taunton Massachusetts right of course um, like I think there like I noticed that kind of thing where right. it's kind of like there's almost like a shame in like saying like what you actually listen to like Blink 182 is like as much as you can kind of admit and then it's kind of like a a goof. Honestly, even if people are like, I like Blink-182, I'm like, so, do you, do you like actually listen to pop punk? You're like, you're like <laughs> right. Or do you just know the most popular one? Uh-huh. But, yeah, it's a weird world of music where there is sort of like a, you, you come at it with a vagueness like that. 
I hate in my experience. I really hate when people are vague about like what music they liked when they were younger. Yeah. Cause I'll I'll hit you right now. This is you can hear it. You listen to anything that I've ever written. Mm-hmm. You get if I'm if it's pop punk stuff. Mm-hmm. You get like some some forty one. Yeah. But and then like four years strong. Right. Oh, that was a big turn for you. And then like. Then you get my songwriting influences, which are like '90s rock. Yep. Like, n- and not the cool ones either. Matchbox Twenty. Matchbox Twenty and the Goo Goo Dolls. Yep. Is really like how I learned song Who's structure. Who's that chick that your dad? Like Leanne Rhymes. That's so funny that you remember that. Yeah. Uh, that was dog shit even back then. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, Dad, this is, like, this is bad. You're listening to bad music. You're making me sad. <laughs> what is her music? She's like a bad, just country artist, like like a Carrie Underwood kind of thing. Yeah, but like a bad, like pop country, like mid two thousand pop country. Like yeah, he's probably just into this chick kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I bet he couldn't like name a Leanne Rhymes album like right now if I fucking right. No, it was just yeah. he was just like a single guy at the time. Uh huh. Like, oh, this chick's hot. I'll go take a photo. Because there was a photo with the two of them in your, above your computer. Right. Yeah, he had a real big crush on a celebrity for a little bit there. So, yeah, I think a big part of this is the tones. Like, for some reason, the beginning of this song makes me think of, like, Radiohead or something. Like, just a clean, like, twinkly guitar with, like, like almost a borderline, like, drum and bass kind of drum part. Yeah, bands really liked clean amps back, the, back at this point, too. And you know, that's interesting too because at this time, so did I. I was this is when I came into clean amps. Like this is when like Uncle Dave gave me that tube head, the trainer yeah. amp, and then that was kind of my entry into like thinking about playing clean. Right. Cause before that I was like just needed distortion to kind of cover up. And then Yeah, because we were playing we were playing like transistor heads up until that point. Yeah, and then like uh yeah, but then I remember like one practice, like we I forgot my overdrive, and I was like, wait, I could just play, too, like clean guitar like this. You can also hit tubes hard. Yeah, you can't. Well, yeah, but that's what we learned. We were kind of like, oh, like it actually, this actually sounds sick, like pretty clean, and then just with a little bit of breakup, like for dynamics and stuff. When I started, when I like got the rig for when I was going to do Friends From Home R.I.P. that band yeah um, and Hard Home R.I.P. that band uh huh um, I got a Tiny Tire right that I was putting on the verge of breakup uh huh so if I hit my guitar hard yeah it was breaking up and if I played lighter it was virtually clean. it was like a little bit of a little bit of sizzle yeah but nothing but if I started beating it it was like a lot of breakup I have a pedal that does that. And it's, it was awesome. I really liked it. And then I, I sold it all. I fucking, I needed money bad when I was working on cars. I sold yeah. that cab. We saw it in the flesh hey. a couple nights ago. Do they both play Orange Heads, too? I think so, yeah. I'm not a big fan of those, like, uh, I think those, I don't think those were Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds. They were Rockerbirds, probably. I'm not a big fan of those. Okay, I like the Tiny Terror. It's like a like a or like the OR15, like the their lower wattage stuff, just because it's like 
really fuzzy and they're like people would be like oh it's like basically the same circuit as like the rocker verb or the uh like the or 30 yeah but uh i'm just like nah not not for you i don't like it i'd, I'd go i'd go marshall head yeah if i'm really like trying to get like pop punky about it yeah uh, or a 5150 if I'm doing like metal stuff. I think um, my my closest opinion in that way to like a sort of like a you know controversial sort of thing is uh, uh, Rick basses, Rick and Backer basses. Sure. I don't like them. I've never liked Rick and Backer basses. No, I don't. I've I never remember, liked Rick and Backer instruments. I think I played one once. And I just really did not like how it felt. And then from then on, hearing them too, I was kind of like, ah, it's like so like, it's a certain like frequency that I'm just not, it's like rubbing me wrong. And I uh, feel the same way about Dan Electro's. Mm-hmm. I don't like Dan Electro guitars. I think they're ugly and I don't think they sound good. I, uh, I like that there's certain Rickenbacker guitars I'm that f- I yeah, dig. But I'm across the board just anti-Rickenbacker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and fuck everybody that says Rickenbacker. Okay. It's not. Nah. That's not the name. That's, 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 this isn't a, G- a gift gif situation. It's not a, it just is what it's it not is. a choose your own adventure. It's, no. It's, it's Rickenbacker. Okay. It's not Rickenbacker. Yeah. I know how it's spelled. I'm aware of how it's spelled. I remember when, there was, when I was in a sixth grade, I got my first uh, electric guitar. A Les Paul Jr. Epiphone. I remember this guitar. And I remember, like, kind of like trying to extend a branch to uh, Danny Griffin. Uh, okay. And kind of be like, hey, yeah, like, I, got, like, I had to talk to him in a minute, maybe. It's kind of like, hey, yeah, I got, like, a guitar for Christmas. Like, guitar. It's like, oh, what'd you get? And I, I guess I said Epiphone or certain. I think I might have said Epiphone. Sure. And then he kind of just tore me on that. And I was kind of just like, okay. Not going to talk to you about that then. And right. I, I, probably from then on, I was kind of like not too close to that dude, which was tough because you could tell that he wanted to be friendly, but would kind of always push people away. Yeah. He's never listening to this. One time in eighth grade, he said, are we friends too many times? I recall that. So I had to just, I had to cut him loose. <laughs> I remember that. I, I like felt bad, but I was kind of like, well, that's good on you for kind of just being like, hey man, you asked like, Nah, I guess not. Like, well, it was like he'd he'd always be like, "Hey, man, we're cool, right? Like, we're friends." And I'd be like, "Yes, Danny, we're friends. Like, right. you're you're around all the time. You're f- fine to yeah. me, man. Yeah. Like, no, nope, no problem." And but. then on Facebook, he asked like four or five times in a row, and I was like, "You know what, Danny? No." Did we bleep his name? No. There's no way he listens he to this. Probably doesn't. No, he doesn't like me, and that's fine. It is. That's that's a mature thing for him to do. Yeah. Because I told him I was not going to be his friend anymore. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's like a silly thing for a middle school kid to do. But, like, it was really wearing on me back No, then that's... To, like, have to keep reassuring somebody of a friendship. That I was just like, it's going to be easier for me in the long run if I just cut this kid loose. Yeah, I think... And you're kind of good at doing that kind of thing, too. And with also, like, things in your life, like jobs or whatever, like your car stuff that started to no longer serve you at a certain point and you were like nah okay yeah I'm done I just ha- I had like to you quit. went to school for it and stuff and you were just kind of like nah I don't like this 
I like, like it. some people stick I, with it. I like, like working on cars, but the the industry just like isn't great. Like it's fucked. It's just you you work there for a long time uh-huh. and you make no money and you can't survive. And then if you've been in there too long, then you have no experience and you're stuck. You can't do anything else. Yeah, that's so smart. I got out early so that I could widen my resume so that if I ever needed to needed to or wanted to do anything else, mm-hmm. I, I I'd have more of a resume than like working on cars. Like, right? I did it for five years. That's oh. that's uh, like I gave I tried. You're kind of getting up there, huh? Yeah, I did it from, I did it to like 2019. Like wow, so I started in like 20, like early 2015. Mm-hmm. Did it all the way to 2019, like the end of 2019. It's crazy that like you can look back on a chunk of five years and like it seems kind of distant. Right. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, I. I would still consider myself like put tools in my hand right now. I'm probably still pretty good at working on cars. Yeah. I think it's like a bicycle situation. Yeah. I don't think I'm ever really going to lose it. But yeah, it's just there's no money to be made there. If you listen to this right now and you're like, I think I might work on cars. I think I might go to school to go work on cars. Step one, don't go to school to work on cars. Sure. Uh, Dealerships need kids to change oil back. Yeah. You have to watch, like, two hours worth of videos. It's like working at McDonald's. You can just, like, go watch some videos. Cars is a very common. This is, like, yeah, kind of a... You can just, like, go watch a bunch of fucking videos. Like, if you walk into a dealership and you say, uh, hi, I want a job. You fill out an application and then you just, like, talk to the service manager for a minute. You're like, hey, I've, I've never worked on cars. I want to get into working on cars. Like, I just, if I could just change oil, that'd be cool. If you, like, if you show any amount of initiative. Yeah. You have a job. Yeah. The, it's like a revolving door. Dealerships and car world. Mm -hmm. So, like, just do that. And then most dealerships go in. When I say this, I mean, go work at a dealership. Don't, don't go work at Firestone. Don't go work at Jiffy Lube. That's dead end. You're not going anywhere. Unless you want to manage a Jiffy Lube. Yeah. If that's your end goal. Go work at a dealership. They're going to give you a tech login because everybody needs a tech login. This tech login mostly also works on their computer system where you can start doing their online certification classes. There you go. The same videos that you were watching to learn how to change oil, you can continue watching those videos. And then you you just start climbing the totem pole of uh, lube techs. Yep. Let me tell you, you can do it quick. Yeah. I did it in nine months. Yeah, that I went, makes sense. I went from being bottom-of-the-barrel lube tech to being a full-fledged flat-rate technician in nine months. Yeah. It's not a very long time. Yeah. It flies by. And in that time, just find, like, the most... And let me make this clear. Find the most qualified guy who's also not a dickhead. Don't hang around the most qualified guy in the shop if he's a douchebag. Go, go hang out with uh, a tech who's smart, who knows what he's doing. That's a nice guy. Yeah. There's always one. They, and But you have to understand that they also, like, don't owe you anything. Yeah. Just watch. 
ask some questions. If they seem like they don't want to answer them, leave them alone. Uh And just do that for a long time. And then eventually, you can just be where I was. I was just doing tech work, like changing brakes and doing serpentine belts and diagnosing cars. And you really just sort of learn as you go. Like, I I went to tech school. I, I learned theoretically how everything works. Yeah. So I had, like, some theory that some other kids didn't have, but... Mm. That's about it. It's all I had. I feel that. Do that for anybody who who hears who hears this. Take that advice and run with it. And don't think he doesn't know what he's talking about. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Just do it. Yeah. You can kind of just do stuff. I promise you, the way I, the thing I just told you is the right thing. UTI, MTTI, nice. fucking New England Tech. Jaco fucking Waco school or whatever the fuck they're all ripping you off yeah it's like 40 G's to like theoretically learn how to work on cars and take apart an engine that like a hundred other students have taken apart and like learn how a serpentine belt works theoretically all of these things are good things to know all of these little tiny tidbits of information you can learn on YouTube in 25 minutes and I'm not normally like a guy who's like you don't need to go to college. You have YouTube. Right. That's never normally the right thing. If you want to be a doctor, you should probably go to college. Yeah. If you want to change oil and then eventually change brakes, can YouTube that? You can learn how to do all that on YouTube. Yeah. I feel like that's like with my like working at the bar. Yeah. Like I always thought that you had to do like bartending school. Yep. That's like not a thing. It's like tattoo school. Like like that's even like that's like a big like no like people like if you go to like tattoo school like people like won't like that doesn't count you're bad you're worse off now you know what i mean like, people don't like that and uh yeah like bar bartending same thing really i think it's kind of like um it's actually you're not supposed to do that right you can like be a bar back and you can like work up from there sure like that's that makes sense thing. to me yeah you kind of just show up and you show that you care and whatever yeah, I imagine going to, like, how to make drinks school, but then also you just kind of, like, I feel like that's another one of those things that you just learn over time. Yeah, you kind of just figure it out. There's no, like, actual certification kind of thing. Yeah. This is, so, Wikipedia says, um, Jordan Dreyer, the band's singer, has commented on the use of tags to describe the band's style. Okay. Saying, in general... I think boxing art into categories only serves as a way to exclude people from exploring different variations this of the guy. same thing. Fuck this I guy. I think the only real definition like between artists exists in their intentions for creating art. Shut up, Yeah, man. it's a little annoying. Then this says, but despite this, La Dispute is described as playing jazz, blues, and spoken word influenced post-art. Uh, yeah, you can decide to put this in whatever box you want to put it in yeah. band yeah yeah you're you're part of a, a microcosm that didn't exist for any more than five years yeah like oh I think this is this is it I think this is the this is the one yeah this is the song oh. off the record uh, I think the I think, I think it pauses in a second here and he says it King Park sounds like it yeah it's like at the end of the song he says it the tumblr line yeah this is all tumblr, tumblr right now probably right here 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, kind of repeating it thing too. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I yeah. I wonder. Like, okay, here we go. Sure. A lot of spew on Tumblr. Sure. Got sure. Here's some possums, and it says there. There are moments here only yours and mine. Tiny dots on an endless timeline. Shut up. And it's a it's a possum and a raccoon with yeah, trash. Um, there used to be demons hanging over me, but now they can't touch me. And it's like kind of uh, mountainous. Dude, Tumblr's. You remember Tumblr just being crazy? Yeah, dude. You know, so like I was saying, I was kind of like part of this Tumblr. Like I, this looks very familiar to me. Uh, you know, it's like kind of a. A, a band photo there's uh you know an outline art. on a guy some some lyrics and so oh, it's art here we go that's as far as i can scroll then they just kinda, one just one more thing sign up yeah, hey bro. our platform's dying come back <laughs> hey our platform died 10 years ago you want to sign up please come back remember when uh myspace tried to make a comeback yeah i do myspace music it turned into a music website yeah, which is a, I would say the correct pivot. Yeah, sure, that's cool. A lot of a lot of bands were discovered. Yeah. On MySpace. Yeah. There's a whole era worth of bands who were discovered. It's interesting the way that yeah, like right now we talk about like TikTok music being a, a certain thing. It's and TikTok definitely does it in the most obnoxious way possible, where you'll kind of scroll and you'll hear the same four hey, second. Hey, my bite. label doesn't want me to release this song. Yeah. Let's show them that I should have. That's not how labels work. Yeah. No, they have, like, a schedule. Yeah, and then, like, even if you, like, wrote something that your label is like, ah, we don't really think this is for you. Yeah. That's what. That's how side projects exist. Right. You can, so, like, if you're, you're signed, signed with your own name, which is probably a bad thing to begin with. You should probably do it as a band name. Um, you just can't put anything else out under that name but you can certainly have a side project yeah where you release music cool. oh but then it wouldn't be on my same platform okay. if you believe in the music yeah it's bullshit but don't ever believe somebody who says I want to put this out but fucking my label isn't allowing it shut up man yeah that's a weird thing but and like, then it sounds like all of their other music <laughs> right it's like, oh, you're just trying to put out a single at a weird time? Yeah, I guess that's why they're not putting it out. Right. You're between al- album cycles. But, um, yeah, we've, I th- we've always kind cycles. of, like... Don't put a single out now, dude. What's wrong with you? We've always, like, gotten music from social media platforms, I guess. It was MySpace music. Facebook wasn't too music. But you could promote music on Facebook. I remember for a while, people would say, oh, yeah, I only have Facebooks because my band. Yeah, I was... I was off the scene on Facebook pretty quickly. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, I used Facebook for, what, probably from, call it 2008 to 2014. Yeah. Sounds about right. I've been on Instagram forever. Oh, me too. I was on Instagram before I was on Facebook, I think. Yeah, I was not, like, I was like, like, that. I was just like, oh, a, a photo editing app. Yes. I remember that's how you introduced me to the app. Yeah. I was like, look, you can make it look old. Whoa. And now we've gone so full circle where we outgrew making digital photos look old to now where it's just sort of, okay, yeah, you can shoot on film. You can just do that. Right. And you can make it so it's on a computer screen too. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, that reminds me. What? I should get Polaroids. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get Polaroids for my camera. That'll be good. Yeah, we should go to take another little trip to Target. You can get them at Target. Went to Target twice yesterday. Yeah. What time? You, you're, what, you're doing I wanna stuff I want to get tonight, chips right? and hummus. You're doing stuff, though, right? Yeah, Tyler's going to uh, swing this way around 6. Yeah, it's like 4.30, right? Yeah. You can go to Target with Tyler, too. That'd be fun. We've already been running 42 minutes. Oh, wow. Isn't that kind of nuts? The second we're in person, it goes way faster. Yeah, looking at the time yeah. like when i have discord up i have like a running clock at the top you know that's crazy yeah true. like i'm just looking at the the waveform or whatever yeah dude why does be so ridiculous i forgot to mention it but the reason that we're doing this is because phoebe told us to do it in our discord of all places yeah the discord it's happened we take fan submissions that's what happens dude um, Eric, you want to explain how Discord works a little bit? Yes. I just like to get your perspective on Discord once in a while. Yeah, I'm kind of like the resident, like kind of normie about Discord. Right. So it's kind of this—it's an app. It's right. not a website. It's an app. Um, it, it it is also like you can use it web-based, but it's a, even then it's a web-based app. I bet it's clunky on a browser. It is. Things just shift around weird. I bet. But so, yeah, it's kind of like an app. It's kind of like a messaging thing. And then there's these different like kind of groups basically you can do. And there's rooms within a group. And basically you just need, uh, you sign up for a username, get an app on your phone. I know, and I'm not a big download an app guy. But, no. you know, sometimes you just have this anyway. Sometimes no big deal. And then you kind of just like, you can join our group. Right. And like we're not asking you to, to love Discord. We're not asking you to kind of you know, oh, start using Discord for everything. It's just you. in fact, if you don't use Discord, yeah, like actively, yeah, it might not be a great idea for you to even join it. Yeah, that's true, and that's fine because I don't, yeah, I don't really like have the patience to like learn a thing or like explain it really to people that have no idea what's going on. Yeah, but basically you kind of just, you know, you, you kind of click on our link, I guess. It's in the description of a episode, and that'll take you to the group. Yeah, and you just show up. that, right? Uh, yeah, and then we... Yeah, the link is in our podcast description. That Always. Makes, that's, a, that's a big, easy step, because if we were just kind of letting, letting you loose to kind of go... Like, find it? You'll no never way. find it. The thing is, too, if you're, like, nervous about, like, oh, I don't use Discord, really... I don't know like how to do Discord. If you click the link, yeah, and you don't have a Discord, uh, it will forward you to Discord where you can then join as a guest. Oh, which Check is that something out, huh? that you don't know because like you, you immediately just like got an account. Yeah, like the PC, the rainbows. Yeah, I'm kind of noticing the like RGB color changing. What is that that I'm looking at? The like CD looking part in the back. The fan? Okay. The orange thing? Yeah. It's fan, yeah. We got the uh, we got the PC over here that we're recording on. It's glass on the side. Yeah, it's glass on the side. We got uh I think I got I got thirty two gigs of RAM. Wow. A twenty seventy super GPU. Uh and I honest to God. Yeah forget what I have for a CPU. I'd have to look it up. 
It's funny how that happens. And I was like, that's happened specifically with computers with me before, where yeah. when I'm in the market for a computer, I know everything about computers. I know yeah. everything about what I want. I know what I don't want. I know what my current thing is. I know what the like new sure. thing I want to get is. And the second I buy it, I have no clue. Yeah. I'm like, I, I know that I have 16 gigs of RAM now. Anything sure. else is... This is 16. This thing right here. Yeah, you want to take a here? Let's take a look under the hood. Let's take a look at this. <laughs> take a look at the specs real quick. About this Mac, we got a uh, six-core Intel i7. Yeah. Nice. 2.2 gigahertz processor. I think they make them bigger now. Oh yeah, this is. This just has like internal graphics. Yep. Just because it's a Mac. Uh huh. 2018 even, huh? Yep. It's like not that old. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's the old girl here. I guess there's not much to know, but not no, not a whole lot. But you kind of you know sometimes when you're buying something that's really important, it's like the most right. important thing in your life, and then a little bit later, it's kind of whatever. Let's take a. Speaking of the Discord, right? Yeah. Let's take a peek inside the album recommendations tab mm-hmm. to see. So. We did a Phoebe sub, so we'll do do Jason's. We'll do Tame Impala next week. Okay. Uh, Tame Impala, The Slow Rush. Yeah. Is that, a, is that a record or is that a... Yeah, it's a record. It is. I just, it's the 2020 you, release. You actually know that Tame Impala is just one guy? Yeah. I love making that joke. That's pretty good. I like the little dancing kid gif you have this below meme? that. Yeah, it's good. that's good for Tame Impala, too. I, I just like that meme a lot. This is really good. This one, the the old man throwing gang signs in a high school. Oh. Like, I think it's very funny. Sometimes the internet's wild where you're like, is that a kid in an old guy costume? It is, yeah. yeah. It's a kid in an old guy costume like throwing gang signs in oh, a high okay. school. It's very funny. I think it's pretty funny. Um, I wonder if nobody clicked into this today while we were doing this. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, whoops. I mean, I wonder if only... Huh? Only like 120 people clicked into this because they only oh. saw me in here. Oh, yeah. Because huh? you're not in here. We're on one screen right now. Yeah. We're both using my account to speak. Oh, shoot. I got to edit the movie one. Yeah. So next week, we are going to do the slow rush, Tame Paula, And it's going to be friggin' great. We're going to yeah, have dude. a great time. Can we be back home? Yeah. You don't think we'll record that, like, in two days? We could. We really could. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, you, you listen to it. Hey, get Tyler to ditch that show tonight and <laughs> come record a podcast with us again. Okay. okay. You want to, um... Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right. Uh, this, yeah, this Lot of Speed's cool. Um, very, very a thing of a time. So of a, like, very specific I wonder, like, what they're kind of up to now. I'd be surprised if they were up to anything. Yeah. You want to do a single review on, like, whatever their most recent single is? Yeah. Live, yeah, let's bring it up. Live single review? Where the... F- I just... I lost the... T- there it is. Um, Lot of Spew have an ongoing series of EPs called Here, Here, spelled in the, like, location this and sense way. Sure. Which they refer to as the Here Here Experiment. 
The music on the EPs has been described as primarily spoken word and experimental. Oof. When asked about the series, Jordan Dreyer said, for as long as we make music, we'll make here, here stuff. Okay. I wonder how I feel um, about that. That's great. None of that is on YouTube music. So what we're going to do okay. is we're going to pick the most recent thing that isn't a live session, yep. which is from 2019. So we'll go ahead and we'll just, I wish there was like a, which one of these is the most popular? We got a top track. It's none of none of the songs from that album are on the top tracks. Correct. So we're just gonna we'll go maybe second, not lead off single. Yeah. Because lead off seems like it's short. Give this a quick listen. Take it for a spin. Futon sheet. Yeah, futon, sh- futon, Ful- no Fulton Street two okay. one. All right, let's skip in here a little bit. Yeah, so this is boring already. Really atmospheric. Try a different one. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. What do we got? Here we go. He sounds less like Gene Belcher. Yeah, he sounds like he, he's a little older now. Maybe he was young when he did that. Ten years ago. Sure. Yeah, they're just doing the same thing. Yeah, kind of more of the same. Yeah, a little just doing, different. A, doing a little more of the same kind of situation. That's cool. You know, good for them. I hope, maybe they're touring. Hopefully they make money off it still. I wonder what money, like, if they made money in this band. It's an interesting idea. No problem with I guess. Yeah. Yeah, they seem like they they work at, like, pizza places for sure. Yeah, these one of them, like, owns a pizza place. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Real local chain. Right, like the most towny guy of them all. Yeah, like really kind of snooty about like their situation though. Like it's a pizza place, but it's like a punk pizza place. Like their pizza place is punk rock somehow. Yeah, it's straight edge there. Yeah. It's like, yeah, bro, it's pizza. <laughs> is, is, I think that's because there's no problem over us. What's that? There's a burrito place that's the same oh. way we were just describing okay. a pizza place. So they're posting stuff two days ago on uh, on Instagram. On Instagram, I'm really, I'm really interested in this right now. Three That's, days ago, they must be putting something out. Yeah, maybe. Uh, they got they're doing Patreon stuff now. Oh, they're like, thank you to our patrons. Yeah, Waves is doing that too. He's actually posting like all sorts of demos. And Waves stuff is like a landlord, so I don't like him anymore. Uh, I never have liked him to begin with, and then he's a landlord, so he gave me a worse. Yeah. Uh. What you don't want somebody to make money? No, no, not unless I do. Yeah, give me some of it. Yeah, probably don't exploit a building. Oh shoot! I think they're at this that festival that was talked about a whole lot last year. Which one? This one with the awful poster. Oh, this the like scam. caricature of the hot topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the when we were young festival. Yeah, a lot of speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. This is fire festival. It's not gonna happen. This is emo fire festival. I've heard they're trying to buy tickets back from people. As of recent, when was this set for? There's like zero information of when this is on tour later this year. Oh, we're going to tour later this year. I don't know. Oh, it's a tour? No, no, no. I think this is set. I'm just like kind of jumping into the middle of the set there. Anyways, next. Week we're gonna do table call. Uh, 
that's it though. I think me and Eric are going to go to Target now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been the Nobody's Listening to His Music Podcast. I've been Andrew. I've been Eric. And you've all been great. See you later.